Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Well, good morning, church, and it is great to be here. I can kind of see you. There's a little bit of static on the line, but I can think I can see a number of families in their lounge rooms right there. And I hope you're having a great Sunday so far. Well, I am a, a person who likes being with other people. I'm more on the extrovert end of the scale, and so I love being with people. People lift my spirits, uh, that brings out a bit of energy that I didn't realise was there, and fills my emotional tank, all those kind of good things. And that's what meetings do. That's what contact with real people does. Uh, At the very base level, I just enjoy a bit of banter and a bit of laughter, a bit of fun. And that's a great level to start with. And then on top of that, of course, we can start to talk about uh, comparing our notes on the current issues of the time. So usually the sort of thing a media is wanting us to think about, but other things, you know, what are you thinking about? Have you heard about? Um, Hopefully it's not too much of a new idea kind of discussion. Hopefully it's got a little bit more to it than that. But then the next level is now we start to share about uh, the issues of our life. So how's your job? How's your health? How's your family? How are your kids? And uh, how's that sick relative that we talked about? And now it's starting to get a little bit more serious. Uh, And that's also a great thing to do. We do all these levels in our men's group and all the groups in the church hopefully do that as well. I'm sure they do. And then go even deeper where you start to talk about your hopes and your dreams and your concerns and the challenges that you're facing, things that are worrying you, the things that you're really, really, really hoping for. This is the sort of thing that contact with other people brings. But, you know, all of those things are still not tree of life things. They are still knowledge things. They are coming out of our mind and our emotions. But then going to the next level, and this is where the atmosphere changes, whether it's in a meeting in a a large room like this, whether it's in a meeting in someone's house or in a cafe, as soon as we start talking about Jesus, something happens. The atmosphere changes because there's a new presence in the room. And That's what we need the most, is that presence of Jesus. We start talking about him, introduce him into the conversation, give him some room, make room for him, pull up another chair for him, and allow him to be the focus. Now the meeting is at a life-giving, a tree of life level, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And the meeting starts to get some oxygen in it that wasn't there before. And so we've been talking about getting stoked in our series this last month. And I love that analogy of coals and fire and stoking the fire, getting the flames to come back. And the best way to do that is to start talking about Jesus and giving him room and being in a meeting where we can do that. There's lots of different meetings we can have. And I I know people are saying, well... You know, I have a great time with my family and, uh, you know, we, we go, love going down to the beach or, or I've got some friends who had a coffee with a friend at a cafe or I go to my club and enjoy playing that game with them and we have a bit of fun afterwards and so on. Yes, but that's still not the same as the, the fellowship that God has designed for us. Jesus actually said in Matthew eighteen twenty. 
He said, wait, there's more. It just needs two or three of you gathered in my name and I will be there in your midst. And that gathered in my name is the critical bit because all those other levels of meeting, the fun, the comparing notes, the issues of life, the sharing the personal challenges, they they are all important, but they're still not gathered in his name. As soon as we start talking about Jesus, as soon as we start referring to God and what God's doing and and asking other people, what's God doing for you? What are you hearing from God? This is what I'm getting from God lately. Then we start a meeting that is gathered in his name. And that's what we need. We need meetings like that. It just only takes two or three of us to do that. Of course, we can do that in a meeting of 100 or even in a meeting of 1,000. But when just two or three people gather and they start talking about Jesus, it becomes a, a meeting in Jesus' name. Then something happens. His presence comes in. And it's like a candle is lit in our souls. It's like there's a small candle where there's light and there's warmth. It starts to flow in our spirits. It's not just our mind and our emotions that are being opened and focused, but our spirit comes alive and is given some life and time as well. And then when you have a meeting of seven or eight or ten people like we do in our groups, That flame gets joined by a bunch of other candles because, remember, our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So we start to get a number of bodies there. And now we don't just have a flame or candle. Now we have a campfire. And as we sit around and talk, you know, our men's group meets in very cold mornings, 7 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, about minus 3. But there's a warmth there because there's a campfire in the Spirit. And then, of course, when we get meetings of 100, as we're going to do very soon, And now I've got someone standing next to me who's singing, and now we can worship and sing in a way that a small group might not be able to do as well. Now we've got some musos with some skill and and singers with some real ability and anointing. Now we go to another level. Now we start to have a bonfire experience where everybody is warmed. In fact, we get so warm, we get warmed, heated up, and we leave burning. God in in our lives is much like the sun in the solar system. All of his children are rotating around him. And it's really up to us how close we want to get. But the closer we get, the more our temperature rises until a point that we catch a fire and we are burning, we are shining lights. And we leave that uh, meeting shining like that. We want a bonfire as well as a campfire. And at other times we want to have a candle. They're all good. They're all times when the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Okay, so we've been doing remote church, virtual church, church, and even anonymous church in this, these last few weeks. How has it been for you? I mean, it's okay when that's all that you can get, when that's all that you can do. But when you can get with two or three people and have a fire experience, have a spiritual presence of Jesus experience, why not do that? Why not invite him in in a way? A real way because God is not remote. God is not virtual. God is not anonymous. He came into the world as a real live person. He came in the flesh. He came in a body. He came in human form. He came incarnate. He didn't just put his uh, scriptures up on the sky or even a face on the sky. 
He didn't just speak to everyone in a dream or, or have everyone hallucinate to hear his voice. No, he wanted to become one of us and he made himself known to us. And that's a powerful thing because we need to be incarnate with each other. And if we can only meet with two or three people to do that, let's do that. If we can meet with more, let's do that. But let's be incarnate Christians, not anonymous Christians. Make a decision that as soon as you can, you're going to get back into being with other Christians. Ideally, right now, you're in a group. If you're not, then don't just settle for coffee and so on. Introduce Jesus to the conversation. Maybe your group doesn't get into Jesus very quickly. Someone has to start it. Why not you? Start talking about him. And you'll find that the whole atmosphere of the group changes because he's there in your midst and he's with you. We can get some great songs online, beautifully produced, perfectly uh, produced music online. It's, but it's not quite the same as having someone standing next to you singing to live music at that place, you know, located in a specific place together. That's where God really speaks in power. I believe that God can get, give, give you answers to prayer online. I can pray for you right now through this uh, system that we've set up. But let's get back together when we can and have someone right next to us in that same space and time pray for us, pray with us, and we pray for them. That, that's where the presence of God is incarnated. It's an incarnate religion. It is not some sort of ethereal religion. It's very real. It's touchable. God made us with bodies for a reason. He didn't want us just to be electronic uh, communicating people. He wanted us to be physically communicating people. It's a diff- there's a difference there. All right, so back to this analogy of the fire. God is described in the Bible as a consuming fire in Hebrews. Jesus will be revealed when he comes and returns in blazing fire. In fact, his eyes are said to have be blazing fire in his eyes right now. The Lord descended in the Old Testament on Mount Sinai in fire. He appeared to Moses in a burning bush. He baptizes us, the Bible says in Luke 3.16, in the Holy Spirit, baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So we need to get that fire in us and make it a real campfire of our lives and keep stoking it up. And we might feel at times that we don't have much of a warmth there. You know, we have our backyard fire pit, which we love, uh, and there are times where we need to find those hot coals, and as long as there's still a coal in there somewhere, even if it's just a warm coal, it might be covered by some ash, bring all the warm coals together, which of course represents you and me, bring us together. Feed it some oxygen and feed it some fuel and the flame will come back. And you might be feeling like your life is a bit ashy at the moment. Your faith is a bit buried at times. Get with some other people. Get with two or three and start talking about Jesus again and then go the next level and speak to Jesus together in prayer. And God will speak to you. God will move on your heart as we do that. The Bible says that we are the temples of the Holy Spirit and that Jesus paid a price for us. We no longer belong to him. As we come together, we build a bigger temple than just one of us. We build a a corporate temple 
together and the Holy Spirit has more and more room to speak and to inspire us. You know, when we get together in a big church service, people are hearing from God in worship. They're not waiting until the preaching. I hope that's the case for you. And as we listen to God, we lean in and we focus on Him and and let His presence uh, fill us and fill the temple. Then God starts healing people before we pray for them. God starts giving people answers and directions to prayer before the preaching comes. People start getting born again before they're invited to. The way to get stoked is to get with some other Christians and to bring in Jesus, is to get together in Jesus' name, and then he will be with us in the midst of us. And to finish off, I want to remind us of this verse in the Bible. Mark 1.15, Jesus said, The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. Now, that's very interesting to me because at the time that Jesus was alive, the Romans had come in as an invading force and were now had defeated the Israelite armies and were an occupying force. And yet Jesus said the kingdom of God is at hand. It's, it's very, very near. Imagine waking up in the morning tomorrow and having an, another country uh, invading Australia and the, their soldiers walking the streets, their soldiers ordering us around, their soldiers controlling our movements. Jesus would say the kingdom of God is near. You know, we're in a, in a world of probably more worry and anxiety. Certainly there's fears, there's challenges, there's always pain and heartache in this world. The kingdom of God is near, very near. The Israelite people suffered under racist attitudes by the Roman army. Terrible racism. Jesus said the kingdom of God is near. Jesus says the kingdom of God is near no matter what situation we're going through. And all we need to do is repent, which means turn around and believe and walk towards God. If you're somebody, someone who's never done that, if you don't feel like you have that flame, you've never lit that spark, it just takes a spark from the Holy Spirit, a spark that says, come on, turn. And we turn to him and we start to believe and we find that the kingdom of God floods us and fills us and the Holy Spirit lights a flame in us and our life becomes open as a temple of the Holy Spirit. And if you're a believer today, I encourage you to fan that flame, get together with some other people, meet in Jesus' name, not in football name or in coffee name, in game night name, in dinner party name, meet in Jesus' name, introduce him in there and he'll meet with you. And that fire in us will be stoked up. Let's get stoked. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.